Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today. Good morning and welcome. Coffee and Conversations in the house. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, S. Walker. Hey, Tammy Burst. Welcome this morning to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. If you didn't know, it's your girl, L.M.J. in the house. So good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome all. Welcome once, welcome twice, welcome three times. Um, I grew up in the Baptist church and I was always on something. My mother put me on something. And okay, Jessica. And because she always had me involved in something, I probably can say all the church um, colloquial, I can't even get the word out, all the little church sayings, I probably can say all the little church sayings. So good morning and welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. You are Instagram Live, perhaps you're Facebook Live, perhaps you're watching me later on YouTube, perhaps right now you're tuned into Join That Radio. Whatever it is, whatever you're doing, man. I appreciate you for being here. I don't take this morning for granted. So I just wanted to say good morning, y'all. Hey, and welcome. Hey, today's testimony, I want to share something with you. Um, one of our, where uh, my sisters in Christ had, that who attends my Bible study, she also happens to do my hair. Uh, my hair got some stuff going on this morning, too. I guess the way my headphones are. Uh, she also does my hair, and she said to me, um, I don't know. We're not going to get this right. Okay, that's fine. And so she said to me, her mother-in-law was sick um, some weeks ago, and she petitioned us to pray. And they had given her a prognosis of having over 60% of cancer in her body. And so she went back to... uh, She went back to the doctor, and when she went back to the doctor... The doctor, she went to another doctor. She went to get another um, opinion. And when she went to go get another opinion, um, the doctor came back and said to her, um, I'm sorry, my Instagram was acting funny. The doctor came back and said to her, we don't know what the other doctor was saying. We can't see cancer. We don't see 60% cancer. Absolutely anywhere like we don't see what your doctors saw so an unfavorable report went to a favorable report an unfavorable report went to a favorable report so i'm just telling you that was a really big deal for us she brought that to me last week and man i was trying not to shout and tear the coffee shop up and so an unfavorable 60 percent cancer the doctors told her 60 percent cancer all over her body from 60 percent cancer to them coming back y'all better celebrate like it's your miracle you better celebrate like it's your miracle to coming back to no i can't see we can't see 
what they say. That's what the doctor said. The, the other doctor was like, it must be a mistake. They must have made a mistake. So we just going to thank God. We not. It can be a mistake or whatever, but we know God is the miracle God. He is a miracle working God. If you're tuning in to Instagram, Instagram is not trying to connect properly this morning, but we're going to declare that it stays connected in Jesus' name so that my Instagram watchers and followers get the same video we're getting now. So man, you need to praise God and thank God for our healer. Thank God for he is healer. I was so excited when she shared that with me. It meant absolutely everything. So let that testimony be your encouragement for today. That Let that be your encouragement if you're feeling discouraged. So let me do just a few announcements. Y'all go follow your girl everywhere on social media. You can find me at just being LMJ or at LMJ Ministries. Do me a favor or log on to our website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can connect. You can get the daily devotional. I told you guys I'm releasing some courses this week. And if you're not subscribed to the website, you're going to miss the opportunity to take these free classes. We're going to have classes based on ministry, classes for entrepreneur. I got a self-esteem class coming out for you to get your mojo back. But if you're not subscribed to the website, you're going to miss that opportunity. So go subscribe to the website so that you can see what's going on and keep up with us. For those of you who are monthly partners, thank y'all for continuously sewing into the ministry. You don't know the lives that you're impacting. We've been able to change and impact lives. We've been able to do some things for single moms and women. We're able to continuously serve the homeless population. We're able to continuously preach the gospel. We're able to continuously do everything we're doing because of your partnership. And so I don't want you to think we take your partnership for granted. We are always standing in gap. We're always praying for you. We're always laboring for you and believing God for you. So your partnership letter will be out a little bit later this week. We got a video coming out with some special things for you. Also, partners get first dibs at classes. So I'll be sending out a special link for my partners to be able to get in and get registered for those classes. Uh, and again, they're free. F-R-E-E. -E, free. You can't beat that. Now y'all know what I'm about to say. <laughs> if you haven't gotten the book, get the book. The launch is here. If you just, I don't care if you want to start a family, this book just teaches you how to stay in faith, teaches you how to partner with God. And I'm getting so many, so, so, so much great feedback. People messaging me. I love the book. Thank you. The book is encouraging me. Thank you. I can't wait for the second book. Oh, uh, and a lot of people rush through it, but I really want you to take it day by day. So go back and get the book and take it day by day. It's going to answer questions for you, for anyone who wanted to start anything, right? For anyone who wanted to start anything. Let's go ahead and do our Bill Winston confession for today. If you are someone who doesn't know or you're new logging on, every day we confess or we confess over our lives. And people are like, does confession work? What's the point of confession? Well, I'm going to tell you what confession does. Confession establishes a thing. So we found this wonderful confession by Bill Winston, and we take this confession daily, and we confess this over our life. And it's not magic, but it's the power of God working in our life. It's the power of God working in our life. And so we're able to take this from 
where it's able to take this and God works and does this through us and it encourages us and it keeps us encouraged. Um, I decree from this moment forth, so let's do our confession day. I decree from this moment forth that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules change, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored. I love this confession because it exactly reminds us of who we are. Like it reminds us of who we are and it establishes for us the principles and what the word says about us. Oh, thank you for that. Tammy, I appreciate that so much. Y'all know how I feel about y'all. I hope you do. And if you don't know, you should know by now that I love you more than absolutely anything. My God, I do. I promise I do. So let me do a few. Do me a favor. Go share this video. Drop it in someone's hand. Put it on some someone's timeline. Be a part. Be a part of sharing the gospel today. Do not be ashamed of gospel. You know, the word says that if you deny me before men, then what's going to happen a little bit later? And I'm not interested in him denying me before the father. I'm not interested in that. Let me do a little, hey, y'all, hey. Y'all know how I feel about that, hey, y'all, hey. And let me shout out my girl, Paula Williams. Norman. She said the launch part too. Paula, Paula, man, thank you. Thank you for always sharing. I, I think I told you this. If I didn't tell you this, thank you for bringing people in. Let me shout out Katina Davis as well. Thank you for always sharing. Let me definitely shout out Tammy Burst. Tammy Burst, thank you for always sharing. Thank you for putting the video. Thank you for inviting people into the coffee, um, coffee and conversation groups. It means absolutely everything that you connect people to this ministry because I know that the glory of God is manifesting himself in this ministry. And I know that as the ministry increases, and as our lives are together and united together, that God is doing a corporate thing, forming corporate blessings. I'm still getting testimony. Somebody called me, texted me yesterday and was like, do you know I got just money sh sh showing up? I got money showing up in places that money hadn't shown up. And I never really happened that had that happen to me. But she's operating in the principle of the tither. She's operating in the principle of the sower. And she's seeing the power of God move in her life. God is going to do it exactly what he said he's going to do. So y'all better know that and trust that. Remember, we've been in this grave robber series, talking about Jesus interrupting death, talking about Jesus interrupting the process. And what I want to do right now is I want to pray and then I want to continue. I need to unpack a few more things from yesterday and share a few more things with you as we were looking at the testimony of Lazarus, as we were, as I shared my own personal testimony, as we saw Jesus 
disrupt what seemed like the unlikely. My God. So I hope today that you're expected for a miracle. I hope today that you're expecting in a blessing. I hope that you expect that this word today will move and change your life for the rest of your life. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. My God, we thank you for kingdom principles. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your protection. My God, we thank you, Lord God, that the word of God is infallible, Lord God. We thank you. It is working on our behalf, Lord God, that it is showing up in our lives and that your power and glory manifests itself right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart is acceptable in your sight. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your peace, my God. And I thank you the people of God have endurance, Father God, that they'll allow you to complete a good and a great work in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. So I want to, I titled um, today's topic of the grave robber series that it may not look like what you think. <laughs> My God, that it may not look like what you think. And you know, we're talking about Lazarus right now. And we know that Lazarus was a friend and the Bible indicates that Lazarus was a friend, right? And we know that Lazarus was a friend and he, uh, Mary and Martha send word, my God, and tell Jesus, hey, your, you know, Lazarus is sick, you know, uh, your dear friend is sick. And I think they put the emphasis on the, your friend is sick. And they say to him, your dear friend is sick, right? And they're telling him, your dear friend is sick. And as they're talking to him and telling him, your dear friend is sick, then we're seeing God respond to this. And so when they say, did he said that my Lord, Lord, your dear friend is sick. And what they're really asking him is Jesus come, you know, and what they're really saying to him is Jesus, we need a miracle. And, and, and what they really saying to him is Jesus, we need to experience your hand. And I think they were in a position in place to know that the only thing that could happen was if, if the, the one that couldn't make it happen would get on the scene. But Jesus says to them in the fourth verse, he heard about this and said, Lazarus, sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, this is significant. He stayed where he was for the next two days. See, he wasn't moved by the situation. He wasn't moved. He wasn't consumed. He wasn't overwhelmed. And I think some of us have been in circumstances and situations before, and it seems like God is delaying. It seems like God isn't moving. It seems like God doesn't hear us. It seems like God isn't listening. But he said here, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the son of God will receive glory from this. And I tell people all the time, we do not know why things happen sometimes. But I do know that if there is a promise in place, my God, if there is a promise in place, if you will just act like Paul, that God's grace is sufficient for you in your time of sickness, 
in your time of doubt, in your time of worry, in your time of when your finances is funny and when the relationships in your house are jacked up, if you will just remember the promise and remember that God is going to get the glory out of your life. See, God didn't create you just to be in this earth. He created for you, you so that he could get the glory out of your life. So you got to remember what is the thing God has said. What has God promised me? What has God said about my future? What has God said about my situation? What are the promises of God? Because the promises of God are yes and amen. And so they're like, the son of God will receive glory from this. But his disciples objected. Now here are the disciples, right? The disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going to go there again? Because he had made a decision and said, let's go back to Judea. I love Jesus. He's so gangster. He was so gangster. He wasn't worried about the people in Judea. He wasn't worried about how the people in Judea were responding to him. He wasn't worried about whether or not they stoned him. He had a mission. Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the, this world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake up. So it was a setup. It was a setup for God to get the ultimate glory out of your life. And I know you probably don't understand what's happening in your life, but I'm telling you now, it will not lead to death. <laughs> it will not lead to death, even if it looks like death. I'm telling you, it's not going to lead to death. I don't care how overwhelming, how consuming you seem right now, how the enemy looks like he's pressing in, how it looks like a win for the enemy. It will not lead to death. It will not lead to death. The promises of God are yes and amen. I don't care what your present situation is showing you. It will not lead to death. Even if it doesn't happen the way that you think that it should happen, it's going to happen. Why? Because it's going to lead to God's glory. It's going to lead to God's glory. So Jesus is saying, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciple said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will soon get better. See, they missed the metaphor. They missed what was happening. They, they missed what Jesus, Jesus was setting up the scenario for them. But because they were in their flesh, because they were in their carnal mind, they couldn't receive, understand, and get the spiritual side of what God was saying in this. So the disciples said, Lord, if he he's sleeping, he'll soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus was dead. So he told them plainly, he said to them plainly, he said, now look, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. See, I I know Jesus knew that there was still a measure of doubt in him. Miracles and signs are for the those that still have a little bit of doubt in him. My God. And so I know there was still a little bit of measure of doubt. He said, now you're going to believe me. Now you're going to believe me. Now you're going to know without a doubt that I am God. Now you're going to know I, that I am God here in the earth. Now you're going to know that my father is the king of kings. Now you're going to know that my God can do the possible because it wasn't that Lazarus was sick. See, they had seen healing and they had seen him restore the blind. But this was the fact that Lazarus had already died. So he says, Thomas, nicknamed twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go to and die with Jesus. That's all off base. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a 
few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you'd been here. My God, if only you'd been here. Lord, if you'd only been here, right? If you'd only been here. My God, God is so bigger. God is so bigger than your if onlys. God is so bigger if than your in all if only. And I need you to concede today. It may not happen like you think it needs to happen, but I'm your testimony that God's gonna get the glory out of this situation. When my husband made his transition to be with the Lord, that is not what I prayed for for 13 years. That is not what I believe God for, but I know for a fact that God is still getting the glory out of his life. The glory showed up in my life. Why? It didn't happen necessarily how I thought it was going to happen, but it happened according to God's will and perfect plan for my life. And it says, I'm the resurrection. And so he gets there and Martha, he said, um, she said, Mary and her lost. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. See, even though the situation seemed impossible, Martha knew something significant. You got to hear this. She said, but even now, Martha. God, even now, I know she was basically saying, I know the authority, my God, I know the authority when you ask God, I know what God will do for you. And she said, Lord, if only you a bit, she said, but even now, my God, but even now, and that's a word for some of you, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother, my God, and perhaps that little moment of faith, her trust in Christ that said, no matter what this situation looks like, I know with you on the scene that the impossible can happen. I know with you on the scene that the impossible happened. That's what she told him. I you know, I understand. Perhaps if you had been here a little bit early and think about, Lord, we need you to move now. Perhaps if you had moved a little bit early, my car hadn't been repossessed. Perhaps if you had moved a little bit early, earlier, my marriage wouldn't have broken up. Perhaps if you would have moved a little bit earlier, my husband wouldn't have died. But perhaps God is saying, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her and said, my God, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. He said, wait a minute. <laughs> That's me paraphrasing. I'm the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? She says, yes, Lord, she told him. I've always believed you are the Messiah, the son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the Mormons and told her, the teacher is here. <laughs> I love how she identifies him next. She said, the teacher is here. The one that needs to teach us all. The teacher is here and he wants to see. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave to weep. So they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here. Here we go again. If only. 
If only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him. He was deeply troubled. And you have to ask yourself, why was he deeply troubled? And I've been researching this and I've been looking this up. And perhaps he was angry because they had already seen him perform miracles. They had already seen him perform signs and wonder. And 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 I I wonder often in our life if Jesus looks at us and says, I already rescued you before. So why are you doubting that I can rescue you again? I have already fixed situations for you before. So why are you doubting that I can fix this situation again? My God, why have you forgot that I'm the resurrection? My God, I'm the truth. No matter what your situation says, I'm the resurrection. I'm the truth. My God, I'm the life. If you believe in me, everything connected to you is going to live. It may not happen the way that you think it's going. It needs to happen. But I promise you, it's going to happen. I promise you, it's going to happen according to his will and his purpose for your life. He was already bruised for your iniquities. He was already chastised for your peace. So you got to trust God with your right now situation. You got to trust him with your finances. You got to trust him with the willing. And that's what I think that Jesus was a little frustrated about. Like, I need you to trust that I'm the same God, my God. I'm the same God that saved you before. I'm the same God that rescued you before. I'm the same God that all heaven and earth, all power is in my hands. I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the light. I'm the one that can do this thing. I'm that same God. And I promise you, even if it looks like it's not happening, my God, the way that you want it to happen, it's going to happen according to his will. And it's definitely going to happen for his glory. It's definitely going to happen for his glory. And so you have to trust that he is the resurrection, that he is the life, and that if you continue to believe in him, even after death hits a thing, my God, God is going to get a, get the glory out of your life. You just got to trust him. You got to trust him. You got to trust him. You've allowed the enemy to take space and produce a situation to you telling you God doesn't have you and that he doesn't have your back. And a lot of times it looks like it's not going to manifest. It just may not happen the way that we think we should. It should. It just may not happen the way it, when my husband died, it's not what I wanted. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was upset with God for a long time until we had a conversation and God reminded me, he said, is he still not the healed? And I said, my God, he is. And will you still not trust me with your life? And I said, my God, I will. Because even though I don't understand the circumstance, the situation, even though it looked like my prayers wasn't answered, God got the glory, my God. God is getting the glory out of my life. Even if it doesn't look like it's happening the way that it's happening, it's happening according to God's glory. I promise you it is. It's happening according 
to God's glory. God is going to get the glory out of every dry situation. God is going to get the glory out of every depressed looking situation. God is going to get the glory out of it. Why? Because he already knew Jeremiah 1 and 5. He already knew. He already formed. And people ask me all the time. They're like, even after husband transition, you still didn't believe in healing. I know that God heals. I know without a doubt God heals. I know that my husband could have stayed here on earth longer. I watched him. We were at this stage many, many times. But when he made the decision, he said, I told daddy I'm ready to come home. And when he made the decision that he was ready to come home, God took him home. God took him home. He went home because he had told the Lord. And there's, I can back this in scripture. The scripture says we can have life as long as we're satisfied. And I know some of y'all are going to be, well, what about when tragedies occur? And what about situations? I can't explain it all. I can't explain it all. But I know if, if they were saved, I know where they were. I know where they are. I know where my aunt is. I know where my grandmother is. My aunt died suddenly. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I knew, but I knew I couldn't charge God because I knew God would get the glory out of an unforeseen, crazy situation. And I know Jesus was a little bit mad because they forgot that he was God. They forgot he was God. Healing is a part of your benefit package. Prosperity is a part of your benefit package, but it may not happen the way that you think it's supposed to happen. You just got to stay full of faith and trust God no matter what. Well, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. Y'all do me a favor. Consider being a partner with the ministry. And don't forget, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that good? I'm like, my, my God, I felt a refreshing after that. I felt a refreshing.